Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi, I'm Mel, and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. It's a really exciting day today because today is the launch of the Transforming Family of Origin mini course. And I know a lot of you have been waiting for today and you've been emailing me and saying, when is it coming out? When is it coming out? And really, this mini course has been a long time coming and it was due to come because for years people have been writing to me asking specifically about healing family relationships and wounds. And as you know, my main focus up till this point has been on intimate partner relationships because they had been my personal narcissistic experience. However, during the last few months, I took my own healing journey to a much deeper and profound level and I knew I had to really go back in and specifically target my childhood wounds and shift them. And after experiencing the incredible emotional and real life results as a result of doing that, I knew that I absolutely had to finally put together a program on these healings to be able to share with the community as well. I've been aware for a long, long time that a lot of my journey is not just for personal reasons, absolutely not, it's for collective reasons. So this needed to be presented to everybody out there as well. There are so many positive things that have occurred in my life since working on my family of origin wounds and I've been sharing them in the last two weeks blogs and it's been lovely you know, to hear your responses to that too and how much you can relate to what I'm saying. Now firstly, and this really is so important, after shifting big deep painful charges of childhood events from my past that I've been carrying around for decades, I experienced the shift and the relief of incredible joy and freedom. Now, the reason for that is because truly this is what happens when we shift out old, stale, painful energy out of our body. We make space. And that space is the good stuff. That space, which is actually what we are, and I've talked about that in blogs before, how we are 99.99999% space. That space is joy and creation. And then what happens is, is in our personality and our ego, we get weighed down with all of our past pain. That's what the ego pain body is. It's the past. And that part of ourselves gets really dense and stuck and we can't be who we really are. So what happens is when we shift all that old stuck junk, that pain of our past out of our body, 
we have more available energy to feel and experience the joy of living and to live in the moment of now and to be the true creators that we want to be. Now, also additionally, after discovering and targeting deep ancestral painful belief systems that I had, which wasn't just my parents' stuff, it was very, very generational. And after releasing that, my vibration changed hugely. And not only towards or interacting with my parents, but in regard to other women and men in my life and also essentially the relationship with myself. And with other people, I immediately felt safer and much more connected, more natural, more like that joyful space, more in my power and my truth and more able to just be authentically myself with people without fear. And that had become a very, very big goal for me to be very much to be the vibration of what I wanted to receive in life, which was emotional authenticity. So that's just been incredible. Now the relationship transformation with my parents, which I wrote about in the blogs, has been nothing short of miraculous. And what was miraculous about it was not just the quality of it, was that after doing those energetic shifts, it was just instant. It was like a switch was flicked. When my parents turned up in my life and my experience after those shifts, it was a different relationship. So these shifts didn't even take time to develop. They were just there after completing the shifts that I did on myself. So in relation to my father, instead of feeling on edge and defensive around him, immediately, just as I'd felt and connected to in my healing shifts, I was able to hug him and love him and connect to him and really be in his energy, feeling that genuine love and connection without those old familiar feelings of being unsafe or being engulfed. Now this part of the shift I did with my dad is enormous and you might relate to this. I had never believed and I hadn't experienced with my father his heart or his empathy or his compassion. He'd always been for me on a practical level, been there for me, but I'd never felt that he had supported me emotionally. In fact, I'd actually felt very betrayed and let down by my father emotionally in many past events in my life. Now what's happened now is incredible. I have this gruff man who is now totally connected to me through his heart and empathy and compassion. I feel so emotionally supported by my father and that is huge for me because that was such a cool wound in my experiences with cruel, non-accountable, conscienceless, narcissistic men who had zero empathy for the punishment and the malicious payback behavior they were playing out. And that had been a continuation of my wound with my father enormously. So I, I can't tell you the relief I have in now having um, that connection with my dad, which is just, and also to other men in my life who have the most beautiful compassion and heart and connection with me who are incredibly protective in healthy ways, which is gorgeous. So this wound with my dad drastically needed clearing up and there was other wounds. There was probably a dozen other wounds that needed that as well. That was the biggest though. So I really wanted to share that because I think you might relate. In regard to my mother, 
I can now feel her love and connection and for the first time in my life I was able to believe and I also experience that I can engage with my mum in normal conversations and I feel her loved and supported. And this is the experience I have with her now every time we get together. It's just a natural flow of this. So it really may seem that my parents changed but the truth is they didn't change they changed in my experience of them because I changed. They didn't do healings on themselves. It was only me doing the shifts. Now this is so big. This is so, so big. Because by changing my belief systems and my inner self, my parents in their 80s were able to relate to me completely differently. Now they are in their 80s, very good for their age, but we can really understand from this, it doesn't matter how old somebody is they can really shift so finally now I have a beautiful loving connected relationship with my parents the relationship that I never thought was possible I just always assigned myself to thinking okay well I just don't have the relationship that other people have but now I do and it is so blessed my mum and I, after these shifts, we started doing lunches together once a week and I have a card night with my parents once a week now, which is a regular date. And every time we connect, it's with a hug and look each other straight in the eyes and I love you. We have lots of fun and joy and there's none of the other angst and garbage that we used to play out, which had always been my level of normal since I can remember. And what's been great, it's been months now since I did these shifts which happened instantaneously and I'm so happy to report I haven't had to revisit any wounds with my parents. I really did a very intense thorough job on those wounds for the two week period I targeted them and the results of that is that my relationship with my parents just keeps getting better and better and better. It's just snowballing into more love and flow. So I really, I, I mean I really do feel for you if your parents are narcissistic. Okay, I was really lucky. I am lucky that my parents are not narcissists. They have their stuff, they've got their programming, they've got their own childhood wounds, their own ways of relating, but they have incredible integrity and they have a good conscience. They're good people. Now, if your parents are narcissists, then the fact of the matter is they can't change. And the reason they can't change was actually a response I wrote to one of my latest blogs where somebody asked that question, that if I shift myself, will the narcissist shift? Now the truth is, the answer is no and there's a very, very simple reason for that because there is nobody there. You have to remember and understand a narcissist has submerged their true self and created a pathological self, a false self in its place. There is not a real person there to shift to grow or to evolve. It's an egoic construction that's in survival programs that is intensely self-absorbed and self-focused, who is not going to heal or change. So if your parents are narcissists, this ultimately is not about them changing. This is about you healing. It's about changing yourself so that you do have the power to choose and create healthy, present and future relationships in your life and so that you can stop the abuse cycle playing out in your life. So that's what it's really about. You know, I had no idea my parents were going to shift like that. I actually wasn't doing it for that. I was doing it because I knew I needed to heal. 
So because of the potential of these healings, I'm so excited to announce my first ever mini course which works directly with healing family of origin wounds. Now this new mini course was trialled with other people as well as myself because I really wanted to make sure this was going to work in the community as it had with me. And a few days ago I interviewed two of these people and I'd really love to share these interviews with you. Okay, so I'm going to introduce Naringa. Hi, Naringa. How are you doing now? I'm great. It's lovely to have you. So, Naringa, we're going to talk about your experience with the Transforming a Family Origin Wounds mini course. So, let's just launch into it. We're going to start with some questions here. So, Naringa... Your upbringing did not involve narcissistic individuals, however it did involve a toxic recipe of alcoholism and codependency, so can you give the community insight into the family members involved and how this recipe affected you? Sure. Um, it was a really mixed bag. My family, my parents were World War II refugees from Lithuania. We dealt with a lot of poverty, and not only that, my family, my parents were not emotionally equipped to be mature parents due to traumatic brain injuries they experienced just right after they married. So, I mean, they, I mean, they were already at a disadvantage in being able to raise two girls. Mm, they'd had a car accident, hadn't they? Um, yes, um, for the longest time, you know, we've heard the stories that they went off the road. But when I was talking to my aunt, when I was 40, found out they didn't just go off the road. They went off the mountain. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my yeah. goodness. So growing up with that, how how did that affect you? Well, I did not know that I had two brain-injured parents, and um, I've I mean, this is how this is how I knew them. I work with brain injured patients, and so I realized that what we see is we we have never seen them at their best, and and I realized, wow, I've never seen my parents at their best either. So that was quite the eye opener. Mm -hmm. So I guess. So, you know, in as far as when we look at how we develop as codependents and how we become, uh, you know, susceptible to narcissistic abuse, you know, what, what were the dynamics that you could identify? Yeah, well, there was um, extreme poverty. There was um, the alcoholism. There was also a lack of education my father basically had to quit school when he was in third grade because his father remarried and the young wife didn't want to deal with the kids and so he had to take care of them i mean there was just a whole bunch of stuff and then um there was also the trauma of you know they would they were basically in constant survival mode from dealing with the trauma of being yanked out of their country during World War II, then coming to another country where they didn't speak the language and where people thought that they were weird and unwanted. There was a lot of cultural prejudice against them. Mm -hmm. 
So for you growing up, how did that actually affect you? I was a nervous kid. I mean, it used to scare me all the time listening to my parents argue and yell. And, and even from a very early age, I felt like I had to assume the role of being the peacemaker. Okay. Yeah, and that can be a really common denominator, definitely. So, Naringa, and then you you have had a narcissistic marriage. Yeah, how long? Yeah, yeah. How long has that marriage been for? Um, Well, if we were to count um, this coming October, it will be 29 years, but hopefully the divorce will go through before that it reaches that point. Mm, and you've already done a wonderful job, you know, working on yourself and getting to this point. And, uh, you know, it was lovely that when you uh, contacted me and you said I would really like to participate in the trial of this mini course. And what were your reasons, Naringa, that you you really wanted to grab into this mini course and you wanted to give it a go? Well, my reason... Um my reasons were basically to address the issue of not having abundance. Um, we were you know, raised in poverty, and so I felt that trying to seek abundance and seeking the scrambling to survive, and I wanted to get past that. My sister has always been very fond of saying we are survivors and I wanted something more than just being a survivor. I wanted to be a thriver. And when I was actually working on Module 8 of NARP, that was when I realized that I had issues that the issues that um, the, that revealed themselves dealt with family of origin. And so I felt that was something I needed to work on. And it is, it's very true that when we go deeper, we really start to find these internal uh, sabotage programs and these blocks and these fear programs. So it's it's great that you wanted to work on this, that you wanted to go deeper to family of origin. That's fantastic. So can you share with the community your experience and the results that you've had with these family of origin healings? Well, the thing that started, that would be coming up, whether I worked on clearing my mother, my father, or my sister was basically, who do you think you are? You're trying to be too big for your britches. Uh, I mean, there are certain places that you belong. It's almost like the family of origin was trying to reinforce a caste system and that I was getting lack for trying to break out of that caste system that this was that there was something wrong with me for wanting to break out of it and so those um and i've also think that ha- um, having that kept me in this position of attracting you know not abundance of basically almost repelling abundance away and there was also another big thing that came up was the, reli- the stranglehold that the religious indoctrination had on my family and on me. So it's, try- it's trying to break away from it. And, and it was 
I mean, a lot of things were being revealed. I mean, there were a lot of messed up people in my family. Yeah, yeah. So since doing the healings and going to those wounds and uh, energetically working on releasing them, what have you felt? Well, one thing is I was really, I was expecting a lot more resistance than what I got. And I felt, I mean, I really can't, I'm can't trying to put it into words and what I felt, but I'm not being able to find the words right now. But it just feels, okay, I kind of like, this is what it is. Now I got it. Now I, I see it. I can move past it. It was almost like there was something that was standing in front of me that I couldn't see over. I couldn't see around. I couldn't dig under. But it sort of like became transparent in a way. And I could see through it. I don't know if that makes any sense. That's so true. You know, once we start getting energy into those subconscious blocks and we start, you know, and that's why I love Mm -hmm. uh, QFH, you know, as a tool because once we start shifting it, you know, we can start moving through it. I think transparent is a good word because if you can actually feel through it, you can start moving through it. Yes. I mean, it is. It's becoming less dense. And at the same time, it's like, kind of accepting, okay, this is the way things were. Nobody was the bad person. It was just a bunch of messed up people trying to do the best that they knew how to do. And everybody was just muddling through blindly. Absolutely. And that's what survival programs are all about. Mm-hmm. You know, and when we're a victim of victimized circumstances or a victim of victims, we're stuck in those survival programs. And yeah, that's what our expansion's all about, is about getting those survival programs off and out of our subconscious so mm-hmm. that we can become a new life and a new person. And So moving forward now on those topics of abundance and creation, how how are you feeling now? Well, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, for one thing is, since I started doing the work on myself really intently, I've had little miracles open up in my life. I mean, and this is not just with the family of origin, but this is even going back to when I started doing the NARC. I mean, before that, I had been working on law of attraction and just things were not clicking But once I started working your programs and making the shift, all of a sudden, I had come into some money that was like, well, it was kind of expected, but not expected, and which actually enabled me to hire a lawyer so that I can get a divorce. And this is after trying for several years to get out of the situation. It just all of a sudden, something broke through. Gorgeous. I love that. I love that. You know, and I and I think, you know, the thing is about law of attraction, where it has gone wrong for a lot of people is it's been all about, well, let's just think and vibrate positively. But if we don't mm-hmm. clean out the old vibration, the old blocks and the old survival programs, you know, we're trying to build a castle on top of a, a swamp. Yeah. 
Yeah, a swamp on top of shifting sands. Exactly, exactly. And it's not until we heal that swamp and get it all nice and solid and at a at a um just at a base level without the survival fears and then we can build so and mm-hmm. then life just starts delivering it starts actually because life does want to love us and honor us and give us everything we want it's just we've got belief systems in the way that don't let it happen so yeah oh yeah and the thing is these some of these belief systems are not beliefs not only just with your own immediate family, but they can be ancestral. And that was one of the things that I was uncovering with the family of origin healing was that these wounds are ancestral. And that's an awesome point, and it is very, very true. And that's what's good about QFH is it digs right back into the ancestral DNA to clear it out, and we mm-hmm. really need to do that. And it's so true that we don't just inherit aesthetic qualities, we also inherit our genetic DNA belief systems from our ancestors, which is mm-hmm. not fun when they're limiting. No, it's not. And I'm actually, I am the first one in my family to be breaking through a lot of molds. <laughs> that is so beautiful. Naringa, look, thank you so much for your uh, interview and it's just been gorgeous to catch up with you and um, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing fantastically. Oh, thanks. Looking forward to talking to you again sometime. For sure, Naringa. You have a lovely night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Okay, so I'm going to introduce Sasha now. Sasha, who has worked the program And we're going to have a talk to her about what she's been working on and what her results have been. So, Sasha, welcome and and thank you for doing an interview on the program. Thanks, Melanie. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. So, Sasha, your story has been quite incredible, absolutely incredible. So, you had a really tumultuous childhood. Could you give the community a brief insight into your upbringing and the relationships that you had with your family members? Sure. Um, uh, My mother suffered from schizophrenia um, and my father was completely absent and through knowledge I found out that, you know, he was likely narcissistic. He was definitely antisocial. Um, but he wasn't in my life at all. I was raised by my mother um, from before I was six. So I sort of got drug around um, and, you know, exposed to a lot of um, harmful things. There, You know, many different kinds of abuse um, because I was being raised by a parent that wasn't capable of taking care of herself, much less a child. And... Um, I had an aunt and an uncle who were, um, well, my grandfather, he actually committed suicide. So um, it, that really affected the immediate family, my my mother, my aunt, and my grandmother. Um, and so they were all pretty, um, you know, they had a lot of mental health issues. And um, there was, you know, there was abuse, which when there's child, when there's abuse, it's child abuse. You know, a lot of times there is psychopathy. And so um, there was. And my uncle was straight out of Germany. Um, his father was in World War II, was missing an arm and a leg. 
um, and he was sort of that superior type and thought that, you know, because he was Aryan, he was good looking, that, you know, he was the center of the world and he was dominating and domineering. And um, I didn't get much help from them, honestly. Um, I, I came to realize that I should have been given up. I, I had an adoptive set of parents from under that had me when I was under one years old. Because when I was born, my mother was actually in jail. Um, <clears throat> so they should have left me with them. And then if not, the state should have followed up. But, you know, the people that my family kept me for what I could do for them. I was basically like, you know, not not really a person. My needs were to fulfill their needs and then to perform in, in grade school for my grandmother. Um, and I, I just didn't really have a lot of parental support. I, I mean, I didn't have any parental support. I had my grandmother after I was six years old, but, you know, she basically um, liked me a lot when I was from six to 11 years old. She put a lot of energy into me, she took me to Girl Scouts, got me violin lessons, and I was expected to perform, and mm. I got solos and et cetera and like that. And I guess, you know, I had that drive and I, I realized because, you know, I was so afraid to lose that situation and end up with my mother again. So I, you know, I overperformed. And then later into my teenage years, um, my aunt started to get jealous of me and knew that she wa she was just very greedy. She was about the money, the house and the inheritance. Mm -hmm. And so when my grandmother got sick at 18, she tossed me into street she just came over changed the low locks and said you don't live here anymore and later my my uncle said you don't have any family here and they they just they were just so worried about it i didn't matter the money mattered so um that put me onto a bad course and you know i uh that's that's the basic overview of it <laughs> mm, and that would have been devastating at the time yeah i was pretty dissociative yeah, yeah which would have been a coping mechanism and I, absolutely right exactly mm. like you know i mean the dissociation if i have an abusive person around me it gets so much worse and it just triggers my ptsd and my dissociation which i had when i was right. younger and never got of course didn't get any treatment for because that would point out the flaws in the family system and flaws in other people, and they didn't want to be called on it, so they just neglected yes. me. <laughs> yes, yes. So when you heard about this transforming the family of origin wounds mini course, you put up your hand pretty quickly and you wanted to trial it. So, you know, where were you at with your healing journey and why, why did you want to trial it? Um. Basically, I am in a place where I've dealt with addictions. I've done a lot of work on that. Um, and I realized that after this last time of getting involved with a psychopath, you know, I, I got into a quote-unquote relationship, which wasn't really a relationship. It was just a strange occurrence. But I found myself once again attracted to someone af afflicted with narcissism and um, antisocial personality disorder. And I realized, like, look, you know, this is a pattern. It's a deeper pattern. And just stopping addictive behaviors isn't going to heal that wound underneath. And, you know, I've 
been told to try to find people that could, you know, sort of substitute and, you know, because I know that I'm lacking in parental guidance and just positive male and female um, roles. And, I, you know, over time I just realized in, in, the, in the healing meditation you are replacing it with what you needed, what you wanted. And so I think that's like the the aspect that I was missing. So I'm I'm trying to find ways to to heal that, you know, and I I think it can be done. I I really do like the way it's done because I'm good with my imagination. Mm-hmm. And I I yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I use absolutely. my imagination to heal myself. Often I do meditation like visualizations where I interact with what's in my imagination basically. So this just worked well for me. And that's you've said a couple of really, really good points with what you, you've talked about here, Sasha. And the first one is that, uh, you know, just overcoming addictions is not enough. To, it's, it's a very vital part of staying away from uh, sociopaths and narcissists and, you know, other addictive people that are out for getting energy outside of themselves where they're they're addicts they're addicts you know so if we're addiction prone we can make a very powerful energetic match with these people but it is more than that it's also about cleaning up those childhood wounds that are also can be a pattern for that as well so you're definitely definitely on to the deeper healing foundations in regard to that because basically before that, what I was doing was I was just abstaining from relationships. I mean, I went a good 10 years without being in one. So I, I didn't really heal. I stopped being in addictive relationships. I stopped, you know, being with psychopaths and people who are draining me, but I didn't move forward into the next step. So the yeah. deeper healing had to happen, yeah. Perfect, perfect. And then when you talk about your imagination, that's so true. And imagination is the language of the subconscious. That's actually how we change a feeling knowing state within us before actually experiencing it in life is to reprogram ourselves. And when we do imagine and when we feel and when we're in a theta brainwave, which we are in the healings, we are actually reprogramming. We're rewiring ourselves literally on yeah. a brain level. And that's where it is. Yeah, yeah. That's where it's powerful. That's where it's effective. Well, I understand that stuff well because I'm in medical school and, you know, one of the things that attracted me to your program for that I did the narcissistic abuse recovery and what attracted me to that was the mention of chemicals. And I mean, I think I can say I've been addicted to a few things, the chemicals between lovers, but, you know, in, a, in an addictive relationship it just hits every chemical, I swear to God. And then the thought addiction, you were mm. talking about the thought addiction. And the thought addiction is all chemical as well. You know, so that was like the first thing because I was, I, I believed that you had a solid understanding of the problem on a scientific level. Yeah, and that's where science and spirituality really, really does come together. And that's why I love Joe Dispenza's stuff too, because he's so deeply spiritual and yet he's so scientific with it. It completely matches. So, Sasha, what if you can share with the community about your experience with the healings and the success that you've gained from working on these issues with this mini program? Sure. Um it's 
strengthened me. I finally had the strength to stop talking to my aunt, uncle, and cousin. And, I mean, I had been going for many years, just going over their house. A lot of times I I could tell they weren't even comfortable having me there or they didn't really want me there. And I'm not saying that out of self-pity. I'm saying it because that's what's true, you know. And And I just didn't really have the strength, like, well, if I let go of them, then I have nothing. And it's like, no, now I have tools that I can use to heal and not keep getting um, re- um, perpetrated basically by them. And I just didn't have the strength to do that before. And now I do. So mm. that's one huge thing that I, that I have gained. I mean, mm. and when we've got that empty wound, you know, inside that's when we will accept the crumbs or we will accept things that are still hurting us because at least it's something. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then when we do those shifts and actually start filling ourselves with that healthy male-female solidness inside us, we don't need to go for crumbs anymore. We can actually be whole and we can wait for more of ourselves. Right. And for me, it's about, like, I can I, I can pass up. Um, like I said, I was single for 10 years. But I want to move into a healthy relationship, you know, and, and being happy and being connected, not feeling. I mean, <clears throat> after the last psychopathic relationship, I was torn down. You know, I'm older. I can't, like, spring back from that sort of abuse so quickly. And when I got involved with that, it was partially not even my own choice. I was in class with this person. And I would have chosen to sever ties long before I did. So I got sort of drug along just by physical proximity. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be depressed like I was when that ended. I don't want my trauma to still be able to come up and kick me in the backside so easily. I want to have it more healed. And that's what happened. I realized I'm halfway through medical school and I want to be uh, a counselor and I need to have my own wounds healed. You know, if if I was able to be this stirred, then I still have unhealed wounds. So I'm using that to deal with this. Mm, fantastic. And what an incredible, you know, journey you're taking, wanting to be in medical school and understanding the scientific side of things and wanting to be a counselor and helping people. It's I always love it when I hear about people that have had just such a profound journey that are wanting to empower themselves and other people as well and it's just awesome that you're doing the work to do that because I'm so sure Sasha you are going to make it through to you know a gorgeous fulfilling relationship with yourself and other people and ultimately an intimate partner yes thank you yeah I, I that's what you know for me it's like sure you can do things to like stop hurting but True motivation comes when I believe that I can move into a healthy, good life and that, you know, I don't I don't need to stay stuck. But it does take work. I mean, I've been doing these modules, you know, four nights a week or five nights a week. And, you know, I still, you know, haven't pushed it completely out. It's it's work, you know, but um, I'm doing it. So and, and I do feel a difference. Yes. I feel what you yes. call us. And we do, and we do feel it. It yeah. gets way past just that logical part of us that goes, well, hopefully this is doing something. We actually feel it. It gets, it gets more solid. It gets more real. And it's fantastic 
that you're putting in the effort and you're right it takes work it takes a commitment it takes work with ourselves you know that's that's a very very important thing to do so so Sasha thank you so much for coming on and sharing your experiences with the mini program with people and your story and your life and uh, and I know you're going to help inspire a lot of people as well you know presently and in your life and your future moving on you're incredible so thank you Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Okay, Sasha. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. So I hope you enjoyed those interviews with those lovely ladies. And I just want to recap and go over uh, some of the reasons why I put the Transforming Family of Origin with Mini Course together. And really what it does is it has the ability to identify and target any family of origin wound from your upbringing. And it gives you the ability to let go of the pain that you're still holding on to from these generational wounds, no matter how painful these charges have been for you. So what that allows you to do is to rewrite your deficient childhood patterns and form new positive patterns that can allow you to move forward into the creating of much healthier personal relationships as well as being able to align with your personal mission in life. So if you're asking yourself, does this mini course apply to you? So this mini course, it can be used on any parent or family members or any caregiver or any authority figures from your childhood who you suspect you have emotional wounds with. And as per my blogs over the last two weeks, it's really about understanding that no parent did it perfectly. And absolutely as children we absorbed a lot of messages, we personalised a lot of things and it was very, very easy for us to get defunct belief systems running within us about ourselves, other people and life. Now you can use this mini course to heal family of origin wounds with non-narcissistic family members and as a result of that, you get to create a stronger connection and more fulfilling relationships with yourself first and foremost, with other people in your life. And you may also see huge transformations with these people in your life, just as I did with my parents. You can also use this course to heal the wounds created by family narcissistic members. And by working on this mini course, you'll be able to go to those wounds at a deep core level and to be able to release them so that you can let go of the pain that understandably could have been severely impacting your life. You'll also be able to gain, as a result of doing that, the strength and the courage that you need to have in order to go no contact or modified contact with these people and put up boundaries so that you can let go of the guilt and the feelings of responsibility, of trying to win approval, etc., or to get them to love you when they're unavailable to. So you're going to be able to clear all of those inner wounds that have been keeping you hooked into them. And what happens as a result of that is you're able to honor yourself healthily because when we become whole and integrated energy within ourselves, that's just naturally what we start doing. Now, if you have had a narcissistic intimate partner relationship that you know you're still carrying wounds and pain with, then I really do urge you to do the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program, which is called NARP. Do that first 
because there are specific healings in NARP which aren't in this mini course that are all about healing from the intense hooks, obsessions, addictions and battles that take place within intimate partner narcissistic relationships. There's specific healings to target specific parts of that healing process. So my strong suggestion, if this is your case, that you're still struggling over an intimate partner relationship is to do NARP first in order to regain and stabilize your emotional state, then move on to the mini course to work on your family of origin issues. So the three biggest results that you can gain from doing the Transforming Family of Origin Wounds mini course is this. More freed up emotional energy, which I spoke about earlier in this radio show, which means that you're actually going to have energy unblocked from being in survival to be freed up into the space of creation. So that means you're going to be able to feel and focus on and create the good stuff in your life. So the second benefit is you're going to be able to create yourself as a new self, which means you leave those old generational patterns of the old self and your family behind. So by doing this work, you're no longer going to be playing out your father or your mother's stuff or creating your previous painful relationship patterns that were mirroring your childhood pain. You've got the ability to leave all of that behind and have a fresh start. Now this third point is so much about being able to not only change ourselves but to change our world. And it's a very, very famous Zen and Buddhist saying, and so many people have said it, if you want to change the world, change yourself. So by working with this program and transforming these wounds, if you have children or you want to start a family, by changing your pattern and programming, you affect your children's patterning and programming in profound ways. And I always say this to parents, if you want to heal your children, heal yourself. Because where your energy goes, their energy naturally follows. It is incredibly powerful how that happens. So therefore you do have the ability to change the generational patterns to a far healthy reality for your children and your children's children and their future generations. So the course comes out today. It's out and that's just fantastic. So for the next five days, there's some really lovely special offers for this mini course as launch offers and there's going to be special offers for NARP and this course as a bundle for those people that haven't started NARP yet who want to and there's also an astounding special on this course with the people that have been eyeing off the Empowered Self course. There was a wonderful special on it that did happen a few months ago and many, many people snapped it up and there was many people that also said, I missed out, I didn't realize the timer and I missed out the special offer and I, I had dozens of emails after the timer went out. So please this time keep an eye on the timer and remember it's literal. You don't have to uh, transpose any time zones or anything. It is literal. If it says there's an hour left, there's an hour left no matter where you are in the world. So watch the timer and it's an absolutely incredible special that is going to be for the Empowered Self uh, equals um, the Empowered Self course as well. So I, I'm so happy to finally be able to share this new mini course with you 
And really, it's even more powerful ways that we can use quantum freedom healing and we can work directly on our subconscious programs in order to heal our life from the inside out and to be able to shift from victims to survivors to thrivers. So thank you for listening to the show, everybody. And if you've got any questions at all, you can put them on the blog. And lots of love and I'll be talking to you soon and enjoy the new mini course. Bye-bye.